This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. A uh, avalanche of uh, baseball content coming oh, out of the, yeah, uh, baseball, the program. Man. Well, the, they are, uh, they're going to spin, and, and hey, it's uh, X number of days till baseball season. You know what this school mm-hmm. does the best? Track and field and pivoting. That's it. And pivoting should be in track and field, by the way. I mean, it sounds like something, you know, like as a great pivoter. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting. I, again, I'm not, I didn't, I never thought this team was going to the final four. I didn't think what happened Saturday would happen, but I'm also not overly worried yet. January 20th. If this slide continues and they look overmatched, then yeah. Okay. This, this game on Wednesday is a big deal, man. It's a big deal. They go down there and they just look lethargic or lifeless, listless. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We will uh, have more on these uh, ex- uh, these revelations uh, coming up here in uh, mo- moments on this uh, Monday edition of Ruskin and Zach. 866-285-4005 is how you can reach us here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. And true to form. Yep. Perfectly on brand. Whatever you want to call it. Auburn comes in here and craps on your rug and rubs your face in it. And what happens? DQ's wearing an Auburn sweatshirt today. Yeah, DQ, what's up with that? <laughs> that's not an that's not a it happy was, accident. It was a request. From whom? My father. Uh, Kenny and Elkins. He said, you know what you should do on Monday? <laughs> Wear the Auburn sweater. Which she did. This has to be true. DQ's a bigger troll now than me. This has to be. This uh, her, has to be the way it is. Her now, right? star is on a different. If trajectory, I had done yes. this, do you know what would have happened to me? If I had done this, nothing. Nothing. No, you're, I, I mean, would be killed in the streets. You're in your nationals gear today, right? By the way, this is your last year uh, to knock. Uh, you can't complain about them. Yeah, I will be complaining in no, 2025. Yeah, 25. You can. You're you're free. But I'm counting yeah. down the days. Like I walked in today, and we had a bunch of stuff going on this morning, and I didn't notice it until <laughs> a little bit later on that she was in fact wearing. The Auburn sweatshirt. I didn't even see the words. I walked by DQ's office. And yes, DQ has an office and Zach and I share a, a big table mm. when we sit at. Um, but that's not important. Right. I saw Navy and like the orange, tops of yeah. orange letters. And I'm like, I know what she did. Yeah. I know what she did. Do today. you have Georgia prepped and ready to go for Wednesday? <laughs> that's right. Well, I have it. Thursday. That'd be Thursday yeah. afternoon. JW says DQ actively hating now. Mr. Pibb calling you a cold-blooded killer. She is uh It was a request. She has found her true calling, right. which is to um, bathe in the bucket of tears of Razorback fans. That's what she does. That's what she does very well. <laughs> yeah. Hey, for um and and text the eight seven zero brings this up. Um Ty already starting the spin that it's gonna be okay to miss the NCAA tournament so they can get a head start on recruiting next year. That, uh, is that what a, where we're going? What a great text. <laughs> Man, we're four minutes in on Monday, and we're not topping that. So the rest of the week yeah. is pointless yeah. now. Let's, it's all pointless now. The rest of it is Missing the tournament up. would be bad. Look, it was, it was as bad as it could possibly get on Saturday. They quit. They looked lifeless. They looked, for the first time under Musselman, they looked defenseless. And I don't mean playing defense. It looked like they were incapable of... Of stopping anybody, and is it a one-off thing? Is Auburn really good? That that could be another thing. Is you you may have just Auburn played one of the best has teams won in the country. like seven in right. a row, and they've won every game by over twenty. Right. So so and I'm that's not, direct. I have to look at each game individually and say, look, you got outplayed. You got outplayed in a big way. You got outplayed in front of your home floor. How do you respond? Auburn may be one of the best ten teams in the country. We don't know yet. But when you hear things coming out of that locker room, like. You know, he, Musselman at the end of his uh, press conference after the game getting real testy with reporters. What do you want me to say? Well, you know, you, you shoot your mouth off a lot about the things that you do real well. It's time to sit there and take your medicine. You know, they got questions. They, they had legit questions. Um, it was he was in full crybaby yeah. mode on Saturday, wasn't he? Yeah, well, full on crybaby uh, mode. You know, and poor Jimmy. It isn't supposed to happen to me. Poor, Jim, poor Jimmy Dykes is wearing it on uh, on on social media for pointing out the obvious. That they have no inside presence whatsoever. Nobody wanted any part of Broom. I mean, nobody wanted to even attempt. I mean, get somebody off the bench. You got five fouls. Use them. 
Can you not bring somebody in to tackle him at some point just to send a message? I mean, seriously? Yeah, it just, you know what? It's a one, it's, it's one game. One game, of, it's one of 18 in the league. And I know you guys talked about this on the post game afterwards. Wednesday's a big deal. You can't go to Athens and look like you have no rudder. And I know the offense has been a struggle. I know that. Um, you know, Blocker and Ellis have, I mean, those are two guys that helped you against Purdue, and now they're gone. Poof, gone. Like, not involved in anything. They helped you in a game that didn't count, may we point out. They helped you in a game <laughs> against a really good team. I don't care if it was a scrimmage. I, I don't care what it was. Those were two guys that early on looked like they were going to be a, a big part of this. And poof, they're gone. I mean, anybody can have a good scrimmage. I mean, Arkansas had a running back once have a good scrimmage and then never played sure. in an actual game. But So, I mean, that's, that's some, nothing to something me. Has, I don't care if it's nothing to you. It's something that ha- that was going well early, and it's gone. Those two guys look disengaged at this point. And you're losing. You know how this goes. They go from 11 to 9 to 7, and that's what they play. Problem is, I don't know who the 7 are. Well, um, the the computers say, and I I tend to agree with the computers, this team is going to go 8, 7, 7, 8, and wins or something like that in in league play. Um, This is the least athletic team that Musselman's had here. There are no pros on the floor. And don't tell me Brazil's a pro. I'll punch you in the throat. <laughs> He's not. I mean, he has mastered this element of being a pro, of stopping and try, stop trying in the middle of the game. He can handle that. But th- that's about the only thing. He, you know, honestly, He's not a pro. He's they don't of, have a pro out there. He's, he's the only guy on defense that I don't think is a liability. He actually can protect the rim a little bit. When he wants to. When he wants to. <laughs> he can protect the rim a little bit. Uh, you're gonna if, if your goal every, every year is going to be to turn this roster over... You can get a bad mix, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe these guys just don't fit well together. There isn't a guy that you look at, like you said, that's a pro, an alpha, a guy that you go, okay, that's our guy. J.D. Note was that guy. Took a little while for him to emerge, but he was that guy. But, I mean, you're down, what, seven at halftime? It's 37-30 or something like that. Then you just get boat raced in the second half. And, you know, Jimmy kept pointing it out that they just, they they don't compete underneath down low. And that's alarming. See, here's the thing, because uh, I am, um, I, I, it's it's one league game out of uh, 18. Right. But things presented themselves in that one game that I don't know that can be fixed. Like, if your team is soft as a doily, how do you fix that? They're not tough. This is the second time where they've got hit in the face, OU, Auburn, and they've done nothing about it. I don't know how you fix that. Like, if it's if it's defensive lapses, you rep it, you rep it, you rep it over and over and over again, and you can turn it around. But when your team is just as soft as a baby's behind, like I don't know how you fix that over the course of the season. That's the thing that makes gives me pause, even though it's not January 20th or 25th or whatever, because some of these things, I don't know how you fix without bringing in people, and they can't bring in people. They were getting stoned on defense a lot. and that, As that clock wore down, I mean, the clock would get under 10. You could just see it. It was like somebody's going to have to do something. And they become very Menafield dependent when he's on the floor. It's just dribble, 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 and he's going to throw up a shot. And yeah, he can knock some shots down, and he can produce a 9 nothing run. But more often than not, you're not going to get yeah. that from him. It's, it's a hurried shot, and then you're asking this team to rebound, and that's not something they do really well. I mean, they, they've had moments where they look okay. But you look at the teams that, that have beaten them. I mean, North Carolina, Memphis, those were teams with big front courts, good down-low presence, and it gave them all kinds of nightmares. That's what happened on Saturday was the front court from, from Auburn flat dominated them. Yeah. I it's mean, one game. It's, it's, it's one, one game. game, and they're going to beat people at some point. Um, but this looks like a team through one game in SEC play that is um, – middle to upper bottom and are going to be fighting for their tournament lives in any tournament come March. Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. 
Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. I was intrigued. To see, because I mean, not only has um, um, Musselman never seen anything like this, none of us have ever seen Arkansas. Uh, something happened Saturday that Stan Heath didn't do, John Leslie Pelfrey didn't do, Mike Anderson didn't do. Get housed by 32 in Bud. That's never been done. Mm-hmm. Eric Patrick Musselman, though, he's here to break the seal. And what is interesting to me is that, um, when it's not going well, he has a knack for stating the obvious. He doesn't have any answer on how to fix the problem. He just wants you to hear about what we already saw. Here's an example of that. This team has not resembled what we built the last four years from a competitive standpoint, from a defensive standpoint, from a loose ball getting standpoint. So what are we going to do? we got to try to figure it out as much as we can. Guys got opportunities and didn't cease the opportunities. 165 passes when our goal is 200. Again, we built something that I thought was really special. And this group of guys has not carried on the tradition. So we've got to try to continue to get as best we can with the group that we have right now. Yeah, we all saw that. Like, <laughs> he, has no, he has no answers well, when it goes bad, he's just. Uh, but he has plenty of answers when it's going well. That's what I've noticed. They, I mean, I know that his goal every game is 200 passes. Okay, well, they got to 165. What's it tell you? It tells you the ball's not moving. And that they are, it, it, like I said, they're winded. They get, clock gets down to like 12, 10, and all of a sudden, it becomes a one-on-one game. And that's not what these guys do very well. You said there aren't, there isn't a J.D. Note out there. There is. There obviously is not an Isaiah Joe or a Jalen Williams. There's None of those guys are out there. Um, I think they put a lot of eggs in the Trevor Brazil basket. He has not shown up the way everybody thought he would. And he's get, look as as the guy who you know everybody pointed to in the preseason. He's going to take all the arrows at this point. Probably some fair, some unfairly. You can't do it by yourself. You got to have help. And his game, to me, he's a wing guy. He's a guy that you know you can lob it to. He's going to go throw it down. But you're not going to be able to post him up a lot. I mean, you, you can get away with it with certain matchups. But against a guy like Brewman, you're not going to be able to just post him up and get two. He's not going to be floating around the basket, you know, picking up a lot of rebounds. He's just not big enough. And I, you know, he's, they got to find a way to, to utilize him. I think Menef- he and Menafield together, that's a nice little combination, but they got to have help. And whoever else they're sticking out there just isn't contributing. He's right about the defense, man. The defense is not nearly the same. And defense is about effort and want to. This isn't about, you know, scheming things up. This is about effort and want to. And that was severely lacking in the second half. I would not want to be. I I I, I heard. Uh, I think it was Chuck say, you know, well, I wouldn't want to be them at practice on Monday. They were at practice yesterday. I can guarantee you that. I mean, Musk was pissed, and you know he's getting testy with reporters at the end. And you know it's it's it wasn't pretty. I mean, there's nothing you can do that's gonna. You're not gonna get that one back. You better go get Georgia, because you know these things tend to snowball. And he's had multi-game losing streaks each year, so you don't. You definitely don't want to get there. And I, look, they're nine and five right now. I mean, their tournament lives at the end of January, if this continues to slide backwards, could be in real jeopardy. Yeah. They've got to uh, figure out a way to get eighth or ninth best in the league uh, is what they got to do um, over the, the start there. Because um, they're not winning the league, none of that stuff's going to happen there. Um, so um, that's uh, that's the thing there. But this is a good point out of the 405. You know what happened there? That is how a real coach, not one posing as a coach, that's how a real coach says to the press, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Pittman would say, I don't know. And we would kill him for it. Musselman basically said, I don't know. But he used a bunch of words and never actually said, I don't don't know. know. He said the same thing. That's how you do it. When you know what you're doing versus someone who doesn't know what they're doing. I heard this several times um, uh, during, I think it was your postgame show and, and, uh, internet searches. Why don't they play zone? We had Mike Neighbors on here one time talking about teaching the zone. It's actually tougher to teach than man-to-man, uh, especially if you're not a team that plays zone. I don't know that zone is the answer. 
Yeah, then some guy uh, shoots a bunch of threes and, and scores 28 points in a right. half. Right, I, I don't know. Three I don't know that that's necessary. Look, I'm it, not. Look, they're, they're, it's not a scheme thing, all right? It's a they don't want to do it thing with them defensively, like you said. It's They don't compete. They're not tough. These are things that, again, if it's a scheme thing, well, you, you make the corrections, you move on, and eventually the light bulb goes on. But they have issues that are much deeper than that when you talk about a team that is not tough and that doesn't compete. I mean, if <laughs> it's like the hunt should cut off their NIL payments until they start competing and uh, being tough again. Is what the, can you well, do that by the what, way? What is, is that legal? What does tough look like? Is is I mean we're, we're throwing it around as a general term. I mean, what does tough look like? I I would prefer they be more efficient uh, with the basketball and and on the defensive end. But man, there were just times where they were getting beat, and once they got beat, the lack of hustle to to uh, to get back or or cover up areas where they were getting beat was was staggering. And you know, Musk said at this press conference that nobody looked like they wanted to guard uh, Broom, and man, he was having his way down low. He was just having his way down there. And he may be, again, just through one league game, he might be one of the best bigs in the league. I, I you know, we'll we'll see if that that bears out. I'm curious to see, you know, was Auburn just a really good basketball team that maybe we underestimated a little bit? You know, if they go down, they play well against Georgia and win. You know, maybe it's just Auburn was really good. And, you know, never take into account, because Pearl talked about it in his postgame, what happened here the last time. They were aware of that. And they were motivated to come here and come in here and win. I don't think in their wildest dreams they thought they would get out of here with a 32-point win, but they were certainly locked in, and it meant something to them. You know that that's that edge that you know coaches talk about is when you walk into a, a, a another team's building, man. We want to be here. We're gonna we're going to play as hard as we possibly can. Arkansas didn't have that in the second half on, on Saturday. Auburn did, and then the coup de gras of this whole situation. Um, a player on the floor during the game went there about his teammates. Second half, like halfway through, it's like we quit, didn't play as a team. When we play as a team, we're a good team, but tonight was just one of them nights. Okay. So, uh, Minifield says that they quit. Uh, number one, four games in, does he have enough... Um cachet to say that publicly about his teammates. Let me, tra- let me translate what he just said. I quit. Because it's very difficult for you to say, we quit when you don't include yourself. You can't say, well, the other guys out there with me quit. I was. Well, it looked like he was the only one trying in the final 10 I'm just, minutes. Though. I'm just, I mean, you, it's a, if you're calling out your teammates like that after however many games, you know, maybe not this fourth game, I maybe believe, not yeah. the smartest thing to do. But I mean, it was pretty obvious to everybody that at some point, I don't quit is a very strong word. He said it. That's, I know. That's the I, only I know. reason. And that's but, the thing to me. The only reason that word entered the discussion is because he, he said, said it. They no lost, one else would have said that. they lost that. You know, when you're, you know, you're, you're playing a board game and you're getting your ass kicked or something. And you're just like, eh, you're just kind of going through the motions. That's what they look. That's what it looked like in the second half was they, they got to a point where they knew they weren't going to win and just, eh, let's get ready for the next let's one. conserve energy let's, for the next yeah one. Let, let's concede this one and go and and the thing is Auburn kept playing oh. you know and they they when they smelled it they went you know they they smelled blood in the water they went in for the kill right then and there and they got it yeah. and that's not something that we've become very accustomed to and these are I, look everybody's gonna sit there and I think everybody's thinking the same thing that there's that there's a lot going on just in that 40 minutes of basketball but it's thing we've seen flashes of it. UNC uh, UNC Greensboro game was one of them. They were just getting broken down against Greensboro. That shouldn't happen. You, know, you get beat, you get beat, but don't get broken down, embarrassed, back to cuts like left and right. Shouldn't happen. This one it manifested itself down low. They don't have a low post presence, a good one anyway. No, no. This is the least talented team he's had here, and it's also the least athletic team he's had here. So he's trying to. Over the next uh, two months, he's trying to get this team to do things that other teams have, but they don't have talent, athleticism, um, toughness that other teams that he's had here to have. So, is it going to happen? Is 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 it is, is the light bulb going to come on this time? I don't know. But again, it, it's to me, it's not. Well, you know, they ran the wrong plays or whatever. Like this is twice now where they've been hit in the mouth by an opponent and done absolutely nothing about mm. it. 
when you look at the OU game and then this game. And this one's more troubling because, A, it's a league game, and, B, it's in your building. And um, those are the kinds of things that cannot be fixed because it's not like you can go get some guys at the trade deadline and, you know, toughen your team up and get some enforcers and some, some beef. This is what they got. And the issues to me are not fixable in practice. In, you know, if, if, you're, if guys are missing assignments, that's fixable in practice. You can deal with that. Oh, well, you know. You, 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 eventually, it all comes together at some point when, uh, when people have had enough practices well, and they, they've got it. it. But this team has issues because they are not tough and they're not as talented as teams in the past. When Tremont Mark went down, down, in, uh, down in Atlantis, this team changed drastically. Like, he was emerging as that, that go-to scorer. And then he gets the injury, and he, has, he really has not been the same since. You know, I'm sitting here looking at the, uh, the, the box score. I mean, Devo plays 25 minutes. And that he poor, can't move. That poor guy, yeah. he is a lightning rod because he's been here forever. Plays 25 minutes. He's 0 for 6 from the floor. I mean, that's, some, that's a guy you've got to get something out of. You, and he got one of the stupidest flagrant fouls. Yeah. in the, it's our, uh, What do you call it now? Not, yeah, flagrant fouls in the history of the program. <laughs> he just knocked a guy over. With two hands full extension. I mean, right. Are you kidding me? I, I mean, you, That's a senior doing that? You, that? That can't happen. You rely on on Mitchell to kind of be that inside. You know, you talked about an enforcer. He's supposed to be that guy. I, okay. He's not one of the he's 100 not. best post players in college he, basketball. Not. No, 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 no. Definitely not. Okay. Um, But, I, I, you know, Jalen Graham's out there. I, I, I don't he's think not was, one of the 200 best post players I in college basketball. I still basketball. don't think we know what he is. He's He looks like, you know, a, a version of, of Trevor Brazil. Like, if you could combine the two of them. You've got a player. Yeah, you, know, you yeah. probably you got a guy. Chandler, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Jalen Graham. Thank Jaylen you. Graham. No, Jalen Graham can play defense a little bit. He can't do anything else that can really help you consistently. But Brazil, I mean, he looks great on you know on the highlights and all the lobs and all that kind of stuff. He looks great. But can you can you knock down a fifteen foot jumper when we need it? That's my question. And and right now you'd probably slide to to no. I mean, some of, all of this can change. One game, you know, again, this may be an Auburn thing. Look, you're may not always, necessarily be a you thing. You're always a game away from figuring right. it out. That's that's the way it goes. Um, but some of the issues here, I mean, even if, okay, so they win Wednesday night. Okay, well, the, the, when Kentucky comes in here or another good team, I mean, it's going to be the same as wash, rinse, repeat. Like, they're not going to win out if they win the Georgia no, but, game. But you got to win the Georgia game. And then you're going to go to the natatorium. And sure. you got to win that one. Then you got. Then you're going to come home and play a And M. Who, you know, Buzz Buzz has kind of has kind of honed in on, on Muscleman a little bit. Well, if there's ever a team that's going to be tough, uh, no matter what, it's going to be a Texas yeah, A&M. Yeah, Texas A&M. And so that's the next opportunity right. to get punked, perhaps. The, I don't know. I mean, the, maybe Georgia's tough this year. I, I don't know. They they were uh, they they won their game up at Como uh, on Saturday. So I mean, they're 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 one to zero in the league and feeling uh, pretty good. But I mean, I. I some of the things are are not. I don't see them right now as being fixable because you can't go change your roster now. And um, you know, generally, if you're not tough, you're just not tough. Like I'm not tough. Hello, <laughs> I'm not tough. I take baths. I wash my hands in ivory soap. I'm not a tough guy. I'm not changing that. It's not changing. So I, I, you know, I can relate to this. Someone hits me in the mouth. I'm going to stay down too. Who's what are you the, talking who's about? Who's the best player on the team? Okay, uh, probably you, Mark. You, well, you just answered the question, which is, I mean, you got to sit there and think about it. Well, right now, uh, Minifield is. Minifield, um, when when he's right, I mean, that thing, I mean, again, that thing was singing. Uh, now, it's against Wilmington, not against Auburn. But, I mean, every, not only was he getting shots, everybody else was involved. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a beautiful thing. Um, so it may be an Auburn. Maybe it's thing. an Auburn. Thing. It, maybe it's an maybe Auburn it's thing. an SEC thing. Maybe they get. We'll find maybe, out. Maybe in you know fourteen of these games, they're just not going to be competitive. I don't Auburn, know. Auburn. Auburn. I mean, they came to play number one, and they looked. They looked connected. You know, to, to use one of those you know corporate basketball words, those five guys that were on the floor at all times looked connected, and they looked like they knew what they were doing. They knew what the common mission was. The thing about Auburn, though, nobody wants. To, they're playing their best basketball, and it's January eighth. Nobody right, wants to do that. Right, right. Nobody exactly. wants to do that. You now, don't want to do that. But now. what what did Pearl do? The minute he figured out Arkansas couldn't defend him down low, what did they do? He, keep, they just kept putting the mirror, ball on the block. Mirror. Just, just mirror. mirror that's right. Keep running it. Right. And they just kept putting the ball down on the block. And yeah. they were going to make Arkansas stop them, and they couldn't. And that's, you know, that's coaching. You know, I, I've, I've heard people say, well, you know, Musk gives them an advantage. Yeah, okay. I mean, if, if that's where we want to go. They got beat by 30 in the paint. 
48-18. Yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> Pearl is a hell of a, he is a hell of a basketball coach. He's won everywhere he's gone. God, guys, he's winning at Auburn. There's no basketball history down there other than Charles Barkley, and he's winning at Auburn. Yeah, that was a, that was a program at death's door when he got there. They hired um, Jeff Lebo at one point. Yeah. That's how desperate they were. Bruce Pearl's a good coach. All right, we'll be back here in a moment. 866-285-4005. Can we talk aliens? Yeah, maybe. They're at the mall, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't they know. Drove, they, they flew 10 million miles to go to the Miami Mall. To go to Gadzooks? Right. Really? Yeah. I mean, Spencer the, Gifts? The promenade up here is nicer than the mall. Hi, everybody. This is Chris George from Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas gifts, weddings, heirloom family treasures. And at Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we only have one sale every year, and it's right now. Every single item in our store is value priced for Christmas. We do custom one-of-a-kind jewelry. If that's what you're looking for, come see us. You can get anything fixed for a Christmas gift. Selection, quality, service, and Christmas red tag prices now through Christmas at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. Picture this, a cold winter's night and suddenly no heat. That's exactly what happened to us. But when we called Pasco Air Plumbing and Electric, they were right there. Their pros didn't just fix our heating. They brought back our home's warmth and comfort in no time. Even when our water heater started leaking, Pascal was the first name we thought of. Quick, professional, and so understanding. With Pascal's flexible payment options, we didn't have to worry about a big expense all at once. Now our home is comfortable and so is our budget. Schedule now at gopascal.com. The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in downtown Hot Springs, Arkansas is the perfect destination for your next getaway. Join them for a romantic Valentine's Day getaway with a special dinner or romance package. Or if you're coming to town for live racing, they've got room for you every weekend, including Martin Luther King Day weekend and President's Day weekend. Experience all the luxury and hospitality of a Grand Southern Hotel. The accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more details. That's ArlingtonHotel.com. You know, we're not doing it in 24 this way. You know, the way where we let them dictate how we are going to uh, have the expectations and then everybody's wrong and they lose and then where everybody's mad. We're not doing it this year. Not in 24. We're not doing it. When can we do it? We'll never, we're not doing it this way again. We've been doing it this way forever. And what right. have we got? Nothing. Why don't we do it a different way? And just, you know what? Hey, there's a game. Cool. Don't expect to win. Don't expect to lose. Just... See what happens. Oh, so you want to just, just show up willy-nilly and, uh, hey. and just watch the game. That's right. That's not what fandom's about, Derek. That's, it's, what that's it not how about. it works. Or, or hear me out, mm. don't even watch the game. Just look at the score no, and see what happened I, after the fact. I, I recommend not watching the game see? and checking the score afterwards. Look at this guy. If you want to be happier about your team. See, there you Pick go. Pick a game here and there to, to watch. I, watched, I think this is a great idea. I watched two games this year. One of them that was in here, and I was forced to. Uh, and that turned out okay. I mean, uh, look at look at what we look at what's we've been doing this this way forever, and look what it's gotten you. You know, you get mad for nothing. It's sports. I mean, come on, you get mad and all worked up about it, and then you're like, well, well, on to the next sport, and then that sport lets you down, and then you're no, 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 we're not doing this anymore. Show up, watch whatever you want to do. Just look at it, say okay. Hmm. Don't react one way or the other to the result and then turn it off and go to bed. And that's it. So you're suggesting that people not immediately after a, a great or disappointing performance not turn on their computers and immediately go to their local message board and begin yaying or neighing the, the whole thing. I think hog Twitter should be disbanded. D yes. Derek, that's not how fandom works in 20. Everybody's an expert. No, Everybody's but, it's, but it's how fandom should work. Okay, well, we're having two separate <laughs> arguments. The way it works is we react positively but, or negatively. We way overreact to whatever's happening. But my proposal is a much more enjoyable experience overall. Well, you don't have a team that you root for. Right. Okay, So, but if you did, then we could have this discussion. You don't yeah. have a team that you're invested in. I don't in. watch every Nationals game. I wouldn't either. I just look at the scores and go, huh. It's okay. probably bad for your health. Now, I will remind you. That turn when the game off. Hashtag turn the game I, off. There I you go. I will remind you that during the Nationals run, you were invested in it. Well, and the games were on TV. It's a playoff. Of I'm course. Saying, you were invested in it. You're allowed to watch playoff games as a fan. But everything else, well, I mean, then who Arkansas cares? Well, then Arkansas fans would never watch their football team. Bingo. Uh, 
Exactly. <laughs> you would look at the score and be like, eh, okay. What time are the Cowboys playing or the Chiefs? It's a much better existence this no, way. Of course I'm telling it. you. Not when being you, involved with sports in general is a better existence. I'm telling you. However, like, like any mainline drug dealer, they keep bringing us back. Well, you know what? It, it's time to. It's time for us all to go to Betty Ford and get over this. Are That's you what going, it is. Are you going to just observe the game tonight or are you going to actually root? For someone. I'm going to observe the game. You're just going. I, I, I don't have a rooting interest. I will interest. be rooting for Washington. Even though I have Washington plus four and a half. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a rooting you interest. for your money. I, I will be rooting for Washington because I am rooting for my money. Although I am picking Michigan. Well, you got to root. Over. That's the other thing. Root for your money. Absolutely. That's a good thing. You you can choose sides that way. Root for your money. Because right. that bleep is personal. Yes. Root for your money. I like that too. That's a good plan. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Just yeah. saying. I'm just saying Tyler in Greenwood is a uh, is a satisfied customer of the Ruskin school of uh, sports consumption. I did this last football season and it works to do what Derek says. Thank you, Tyler. You don't have a team, though. I'm helping one fan at a time kick the addiction. But you don't have a team. You just you watch what we watch whatever's on TV. You're not invested in a team. It's much more difficult to break away from that team. College football is like drugs in that some people can dabble and be like, okay, we're fine. Some people use it recreationally. Yes, that's right. And it's okay. Some people socially uh, like college football, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But some of you are junkies and you need help. And, and I'm here to help. And they're angry. And, That's and right. when their team does not succeed, they right. are angry. And they have to put and down everybody else's team. And your team never succeeds, team. so you're always angry. Uh, uh, or you say, let's move on to the fill-in-the-blank next sport. Let's move on to tennis or whatever it is. But there, I'm telling you, there's another way. No, but there's but, another way. But when, they, when it's good and they do pull it off, there's nothing like it. There is a, there is a joy that abounds for 72 to 48 hours after a How would win. we know? I know. You know what was funny? Like I, Notre Dame's never won anything in the last thirty years. What are you talking I, about? They, they win a lot of games. They have won a national title, but they win a lot more games than most of the programs in college football. Mm-hmm. I was I was kind of happy after they won the Sun Bowl. I was like, oh, yeah, pretty cool. Won a bowl game. The Sun Bowl. Ah, you've won nothing. That's what it's come to. The you, Sun Bowl. You personally have won nothing. You, your teams don't win anything. I was. All That's right, why cool. I wager because then I win. <laughs> then you win. How'd that go? On what? Uh, your your weekend wagering. Well, I lost. Uh, I didn't play the Saturday games, and I lost the Sunday parlay with the very first game that went final, the mm. Carolina Panthers. So yeah, that uh, it all went by. You know, but they, I had Auburn on Saturday, so I'm very happy about could, that. Couldn't couldn't the Panthers have scored a point? See, can can I can we understand this for a second? Your drive home powered by Mr. Sparky on Rusko to Zach. Like people are mortified when I tell them I bet on Auburn. Well. I got something out of that thing. You got nothing. You got a bunch of heartbreak and misery and a team that's going to the NIT. Ooh, I made hey, a couple of bucks. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who's the loser hold now? Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm Go, saying. Going to the NIT? I got something out of wait, Saturday. Wait, 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 you up, didn't. Back up. Let's not just throw statements around. Going to the NIT. Who's going to the NIT? You heard what I said. I don't think they're going to the NIT. Well, whatever. They're going to one of those experimental tournaments where they play. Uh, they don't play quarters. Whoa. They play, like, sub-quarters. Wow. And they have an eight-second shot clock and all those other weird rules. <laughs> they're experimenting with a four-point shot in the, the CBI. Trampoline in the middle. That's of right. Yeah, they, right. they're playing slam ball. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, this is the, Saturday is why you bet against your team because at least you got something well, out of those two hours, if right? Ar- if Arkansas wins and you lose your money, it's the happy hedge. The happy hedge. Yeah. It's the only play to make. Right. It's the only play to make. This one was uh, one way over another. early because it was two and a half. Uh, Auburn was a two and a half point favorite. Yeah, well, this you, one you you hedge against your team one way or another, you're going to be happy. But there is nothing sweeter than you know gloom, despair, and agony. You're like, I want a couple bucks. Yeah, well, I'm I'm good. I'm happy. I'm all right. Let's I'm okay. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, it's, it's, uh, I, I made a little money off Auburn. Thank you, Bruce Pearl. Hey. Boy, he's good. Man, he's good. He's, really He's good. He, Arkansas was so bad. He ran the same play like ten times. That's not brilliant. That's no, just not no, being an idiot. No, I that's mean, brilliant no, because that's, yes, it is. It's like, well, that worked. Let's. That's do it a again. sad commentary on coaching. Let's, We're doing the obvious thing. Is quote brilliant? No, that's, that's a sad coaching. That's let they will no, never no, no. go broke making a profit. Here, drop it on the block. Two no, points. No, no. That's good. Do it again. Two points. Great. Keep doing it till they stop it. <laughs> it's the coach who outthinks himself that's dumb. Yo, that worked like seven times in a row. Let's try something else. No. Keep doing it until they stop you. They didn't do that. They made a, a, 
Philly. They made 24 baskets in the paint. Yes, because they kept going, 20, you can't guard 24. us here. <laughs> Man, they were like the Globetrotters down there. 42. Like, Pearl's looking down the bench going, who hasn't scored in the paint tonight? Get in there. <laughs> they attempted 42 baskets in the paint. Yes. <laughs> That's not stupid. That's brilliant. Just right, keep throwing it in there. It's, it's, it's. Oh, I don't know. I mean, this isn't some brilliant strategy. It's like, oh, well, that worked. Let's do it again. How many coaches do you know that a play works and they go, eh, well, let's that's pull. how bad college coaching okay. is. Well, he <laughs> went, you know what? That worked here again. It was Herb Brooks again. Again. Did you see where this made me laugh, too, uh. this weekend? The um, one of the, not the Arkansas Edge, but one of the other collectives has put a $1,000 bounty on the, for the next Razorback that takes a charge. <laughs> Have you seen that? I saw it on the internet. It's true. No, there's a $1,000 bounty for the next Razorback that takes a charge in a game. See, now, (laughs) you know what they're going to do is they're going to start, like, this new collective where you can actually bet against them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. Incentive-based performance. Man, those guys, 1000 bucks. They're going to be running to that little in front of that circle on (laughs) Wednesday night. Ooh! (laughs) It's going to be... Man, they're, they're, uh, but what with this team's luck, what's going to happen is instead of uh, instead of um, uh, taking a charge, they're going to be called for nine flop penalties. Yeah, <laughs> they'll get nine flops, twenty-seven blocks, and Musselman's going to get thrown out for arguing that he wasn't flopping. There was contact. Oh boy, oh boy, they're going on the road though. This so maybe get away from get away from home a little bit. You know, get out of the bubble, go play. Yeah, they haven't I been on the road. This I, I don't know anything about Georgia. I, I know absolutely nothing about them. But. They beat Missouri. All right, that's that's not bad. Mike White's a decent coach. He is a he's a he's I a, like him. He is rock solid. Guys, I like him. He's never going to I win. thought he was an idiot leaving Florida for Georgia, but maybe yeah, he knew something out. we didn't. Well, he, they were 500 last year and this year they're uh, better than 500. Mm-hmm. I think that, I saw they were like 79th in the Ken Palm rankings or something like that. Oh, the Gold Ken Palm. But I think Arkansas was 78th. So what we got, guys, is a good old-fashioned barn burn. <laughs> <laughs> Two teams in the mid 70s. <laughs> Uh yeah, seventy Arkansas is seventy one, Ken Palm seventy two. Yeah, I knew there I was, okay. yeah, I, was in the, I knew I was in the zip code. Yeah. Guys, it's gonna be a close one. I, I'm just I'm telling you. No. I, I don't know. Sometimes we get so bunker. Georgia's a very this. Georgia's very good defensively, according to Ken Palm. That's not good. Forty ninth in America. That's Arkansas's a hundredth. Because Arkansas is very bad on offense. So this could be um Hey, Arkansas's uh they're sixty sixth on offense. Arkansas? Yeah. Wow, it's and, in Ken Palm anyway. Okay. Well, so who is Ken Palm? Ken Pomeroy? Is that what he does? Like, does he like walk into like a gathering at his house and everybody calls him Ken Palm? I, I'm Ken Palm. Ken Palm says, you know, he projects all the games here. Uh, Ken Palm has them uh, losing the next three. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do that. Seven and 11 in the conference, 16 and 15 so regular does, season. Does the next three include Auburn or the next three? Georgia, Florida, and AM. Ooh. No, they're not going to the natatorium and losing. No way. That team's awful. They almost beat Kentucky. They went to overtime. A lot of teams almost beat Kentucky. They just never do. It still counts as a loss. Ken Palm says they're going to beat South Carolina, Georgia, Missouri, Vanderbilt, and LSU. There you go. Now, Uh, that's not seven. That's five. Where are the other two? Because it says they're going seven and 11 in the league. How are you going to? That's five. Oh, God. Well, maybe LSU. Maybe you beat them again. I don't know. Oh, well, LSU's bad. You play them that. twice. LSU won over the weekend. What are you talking about? Who they beat? I don't know. They beat somebody in the league. Who was it? Uh, they beat A&M by 15 What's the, in uh, College Station. Oh. LSU's not bad. What are you talking about? What's their record? They are, uh, well, they're not any better than you. What's their record? They're 9-5. and five. In Overall, what's yeah. the record in the league? 1-0. Oh. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse. Don't judge them because they lost to Nichols. All right, very, we all I'm, have a bad night. I'm, right? I'm definitely judging them because they lost to uh, Nichols. Okay, all right, well, fine. Yeah. <sighs> Saturday was for us. Florida's better than Georgia, according to Ken Palm. I don't. I don't. KP. And this I makes agree. this makes Wednesday a very, uh, a very important, important game. game. They're all important. Because if they go zero and two this week, I mean, Musselman may, uh, you know, he may he may have to have a uh, I don't know a break of some kind. I don't know. Somebody somebody out of the coaching box is going to get fired. 
You got to get, you know, they, man, you you treat this like the, uh, what was it, the apprentice? You just start firing guys. You just start firing people? Yep, you, you're fired. Yeah. You, you're fired. <laughs> like it's a bodily function to start firing people? All right. Just saying. Wow. Well. Okay, well, anyway, that's what it is this week. Ken Palm has them starting 0-4 in the league. Ooh. We'll see. <sighs> no, no. What did you see that says that makes you say no? I just can't believe that 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 as much. It's the least talented team he's had here. Yeah, it's the least athletic it team he's had here. And since, like you said this, you said this since Tremont Mark cracked his back, yeah. he moves around like a tin soldier well, now. Yeah, he's been totally different. And you know, I sent you a text during the game. I'm like, man, they do all this, all these analytics. I just, they don't look like they're coached very well. And I know he's yelling and screaming, so it's got to be they don't listen well, very well. Well, but according to him, they're having good practices. And if they had bad oh, practices, he is would this, tell us. Is this the is this akin to it worked in practice? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. No, he said today to the media that we're having good practices, and if they were bad practices, I'd tell you. Oh, shut up. Which is exactly what a leader tells you when he doesn't want you to know the truth. Is oh, I'll tell you the truth. Don't worry, citizens. Wink. <laughs> I- Saturday, you can believe me. I Saturday was a bad day. Now they go down and they struggle with Georgia. Now I'm going to be concerned. You can believe me, citizens. I'll tell you when the Secretary of Defense goes to the hospital. Wink. Abner texts in. I remember when the football team was floundering and people were counting down the days until basketball season? Yeah, yeah. let's just stop doing all of that. No more yeah. counting down anything yeah. anymore. No more counting down. Just the game is here. You're like, cool. And maybe you watch it a little bit, or maybe you watch it on your phone and look at the score, and you're like, maybe you go okay. outside. Maybe you go outside. Maybe you go outside. Take a walk. Touch some grass. You know, take your pet, your spouse, your kids. Take them for a walk. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing, here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. Uh, the Big Ten has uh, stopped uh, program programming. They're just running some show about Michigan behind oh, the scenes. Okay, so the pregame right. is over. Well, so, the, uh, do, do they have to bail out of it? Probably. So they ESPN probably have to leave to, at certain yeah. points. So because it's ESPN. Well, yeah, it's game. six o'clock Eastern. So yeah, we're we're getting closer to. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the actual Ooh, uh, the Silence of the Lambs is on. Oh, heck yeah, we're doing that. Hello, Clarice. Um, <laughs> the 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 radio pregame actually starts in a half an hour. Yeah, but uh, we'll be here. We're we'll, not, we'll we're not running because, that either. Because uh, we we got Musselman on the radio tonight. Right. Again, if you're mad, go yell at him. Feel free. God forbid we... we uh, Tell Sassies we sent you. Although the last time we didn't run the coach's show, it didn't go, didn't go very well. So we'll like be running that. Musselman tonight. That is correct. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. we will. Are you okay over there? I got the hiccups now. Again? I'm just going to let him ride itself no, out. I'm not going to do anything. Stand in the corner, upside down. I'm just going to do this the rest of the hour. And if you don't want to listen to it, fine. Uh, I'm sure Randy doesn't have the hiccups right now. So go li- listen to that. There's no heart. <laughs> okay. Jeez. <laughs> that was a bad one. Can I get it? a heads up that it's coming? I don't know when it's going to happen. Maybe uh, drink something. Hold your nose and drink. That doesn't work. Yes, it does. You got to tilt your head back. You got to pull the... Here's a here's a clever text. Yeah. Graham and Prairie Grove. Auburn just made another layup. <laughs> wow. Wow. No, I always look at the scoring. Do you do this? Do you look at the scoring by zone and no. the box score? No. I do. Because the team that scores the most in the paint usually... Uh, well, it's just an interesting way to look at the game. And uh, Arkansas made nine shots in the paint, and Auburn made many, many more than that. What is it, 24? That's mm-hmm. right. 17 plus 7, that's 24. Isn't it? Three. <laughs> yeah, it is 24. That's right. 
You go eat the peanut butter. I saw you eating it earlier. No, that's what caused it. Do you know what it. he said to me earlier? He's over there, and he's, I mean, he is going to town on this. Uh, this Excuse me. <laughs> on this Mr. Pa- pizza and breadsticks <laughs> over there. I was hungry. Oh, he, he, he's going to town on this package of club crackers and Jif peanut butter. He looks over, and he goes, yeah, hard it is to eat peanut butter with a fork. That's all we have here. We don't have spoons. <laughs> but, and we're running out of forks. We got, like, one left in there. Plastic forks. Go eat some peanut butter or something. Nah, I'm good. No, I don't think you are. These things have a way of working themselves out. Uh Uh-huh. It'll be fine. Okay. Just as long as I time my hiccups with me not talking, (laughs) no one will know. Except we'll hear it. Yeah. No, uh, they're already getting better. They're less. Boy, Anthony Hopkins (laughs) is so creepy on this TV. I was... (gasps) Oh, there was a bad one right there. I don't think hiccups get better. No, they don't get better. They, they just, just eventually stop. stop. Right. And and it's not like you have any control <laughs> over them. Oh, I, I'll be able to time up. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I, I can leave. I know that's always your solution for everything. It's a great plan. We've given you seven steps to get rid of this. And you say no to everything. Now you sit and suffer. All right. I will sit and suffer. I was... I was uh, Jody, uh, what's her name? Jody Foster gave a, uh, an interview. I must have said Jody Grant. That Coach Benville. Jody, Jody Foster. Foster was on CBS Sunday morning yesterday. But she was talking about this. She said that uh, she and Anthony Hopkins, outside of their lines together, never spoke to each other on set because he was locked in that thing. That's good. For most of their scenes. Yes, together. he's locked in character. That's what the great actors do. Well, no, he was locked in the little enclosure. Oh, he couldn't he was in get the out. Box? Yeah, he couldn't get out. So, <laughs> so like. Like the director would go over and sit in a chair next to him, but he he was in that uh, in that little room all day. That's right. Oh, we haven't talked about this yet today. Yeah. Um, Abner on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Howard Stern made a billion dollars farting on the radio. Why not hiccuping? It's funny you should bring that up, Abner. Yeah. Hilarious. What happened to you today? <sighs> so my daughter, that's <laughs> from school. Sends me this little <laughs> video, and it was cute. It was a cat, like, reaching up and, like, giving a kiss to to the person that was filming this. It was completely unexpected because she never sends me stuff like this. Yeah. So I, I said, oh, I said, oh, that's nice. I was expecting a fart. <laughs> DQ, no joke. It had to have been 40 seconds. <laughs> Here comes this audio clip, and I went, no, no, and I hit it, and sure enough, there's my daughter just raising up and ripping one. He heard it. I did. <laughs> Twice. That's a new phone, too. That's what I told her. I'm like, go Burp. go wipe your phone down. This is how we get pink eye. Burp. And I told her, That I'm is like, how you get pink eye. I'm like, this, this is not what little girls do. <laughs> but, I mean, she just, I just raised up. Hey, I'll tell you this. Uh, I, I, this is what I to- told him, and I'll tell you all this. If when he started bombing last night, if Joe Coy would have started with the fart jokes, he could have got the room back. Could have brought the room fart back. Fart jokes always kill. And it doesn't matter if you're 8 or 80. They kill every single time. Every time. If you go to this Hall of Fame thing and you start losing the room, right. you start doing like uh, Stars and Stripes Forever with the farting <laughs> on your hands, they will be on your side for life. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, Titus, he's got the same problem. His daughter does this more than any, yeah, any children. Girls are They're gross disgusting. Too. I mean, <laughs> our <laughs> basketball girls fart all the time. I <laughs> DQ, And then you never, really lose them once one of them DQ, farts. They're not funny. Exactly. No, she, oh, she's so gross. We're driving in the car the other day, and I go, like, is that you? And she goes, oh, yeah, that was a heater. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, Kinsey, stop. Please. So as soon as Joe Coy tells the Taylor yeah. Swift joke that doesn't land, if he has started going, oh, excuse me, yeah. so like that little thing that um, late in his life, Leslie Nielsen used to carry in his right. hand, right? that little fart machine, if he'd have had that, they'd have been falling out of their tables laughing, uh, cheering, celebrating this, this Ra- guy. Razor Bacon asks, uh, where did she learn to do that? Uh, it, the dog. <laughs> it wasn't me. Uh, just awful. <laughs> Just the worst. I mean, she, 40 seconds. I had an audio clip. Yeah, an audio daily double. <laughs> uh, Razor Bacon had fart uh, for bingo. 
Terrific. I'm telling you, the, the, any comic that tanks on that award show, just go to the fart jokes immediately. This is how gross these children are today. She, her best friend, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to out her on this. Callie, you're disgusting. Callie, they're, they're upstairs one night, and I can hear them burping the alphabet. And I walk up there, and I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Like, this is gross. You're girls. Stop doing this. To which Callie then took a big swig of something and burped out, sorry. I hate him. I hate him, DQ. I'm not built for this. Just not built for this. All right. Well, that's it. That's how it goes. Let's uh, go to the McClarty Daniel outline and talk to Sterling. Hi, Sterling. Hey, guys. Uh, I just got a question for you two guys. Is Bud Walter still worth 10 points? Because if so, we lost about 42. <laughs> 42. Wow. 42. Yeah. And I love Ty Richardson. You know, I think he's a Hall of Famer to be. But uh, he made sure that everybody didn't call Purdue an expedition, uh, a practice game after we won that game. I remember him saying we were not called it that. Mm. What are we going to call it now? <laughs> it was clearly an exhibition game. And or as Ty like would it. say, an expedition game. That's right, yes. Well, that's how I say it too. But anyway, that's, that's you know, that's why me and Ty get along so well. But uh, I was just wondering. I, I figured I'd call somebody who would know that question. That's why y'all make the big book. You know, that's why Tommy Kraft breaks the bank for y'all guys. Sterling, Sterling, is this the least talented team Musselman's had? Uh, it's the worst coach one. I know that. Wow. Y'all guys have a great day. Okay. Wow. Thank you, Sterling. Wow. Wow. (laughs) He went there. Mm. Calling out the coach. Mm. It's it's been a struggle. It has been a struggle. But, I mean, the signs have been there the whole time. I mean, here's the the, the thing about, uh, like, I'm torn on this muscleman thing because, you know, on the one hand, when um, it goes wrong, it's never his fault. It's always this team doesn't do this. This team doesn't do that. On the other hand, I am encouraged because when they ask him stuff, he doesn't go, well, I don't know. So, I mean, there is that. uh, It's not all bad. The bar's been lowered. That's right. The bar is so low at that school where fog a mirror gets you the head coaching job in football. Um, That's the qualification. But uh, I'm I'm impressed now that the coach doesn't say, well, what happened to defense? Well, I don't know. I mean that that that's he has cleared that bar, so that's good. Well, let let's see where they go from here. Saturday was was humbling. Let's see what they do. I mean, you're telling me Ken Palm's got to pick to to lose the next three. No yeah. chance they're going to lose three in a row. Not to that, that would be group. four in a row. Uh, well, the, the next three, uh, there's no chance they're losing to that. I mean, if it was Kentucky, Tennessee, and I don't know, pick somebody else. All right, maybe. Well, they're not beating them either. No. Well, right now, no, but. Uh, are you okay? They don't have like uh, they don't have much interest in playing defense for most of the game, and they're not tough. Like people come in here, or they in, in Tulsa with Oklahoma, they hit them right in the mouth, and they didn't do anything about it. You know, it's a very um um I don't know. It, it's a, it's a very odd mentality uh, because football was the same way too, where like you know come up here and, and take your lunch. Eli's in your state doing. God knows what, and you're like, oh, okay, well, when, Eli, when, whatever. When you, I mean, the, where you start a comeback, if you're not playing well, it starts on the defensive end in basketball. It's, I mean, you, you you don't allow them to score. You dig in on defense. They don't do that, and I mean, that's the the, the part of their off uh, part of their game right now that probably is is in the most turmoil is their defense. I don't know if Menefield's he's not a great on the ball defender. You don't have anybody that can just lock people down. They've De- had that Devo. in the pants. Okay. Devo is the only one. He's the best defender on the team. He is. They don't have any, I mean, they don't have anybody inside. I mean, you can go get, and what, here's the thing that I don't understand. I talked to Matt about this on the postgame Saturday. You just got, in the last game of the NCAA tournament, your ass kicked by UConn with a big dude in the middle. And they didn't go get a big dude they, for the middle. They, they don't have a big guy that can score. They don't have a big that can just consistently, like Broom did, drop it on the block. Sonogo beat you the two. hell he out did. of him in that game. He, he really, really did. What they got were a bunch of tweeners and guards that could they, to defend the perimeter, and they're not doing that either. 
today. Right. It's January the 8th. They're not, they're struggling today. Let me see where they are in two weeks. If we're still having the same conversation in two weeks, we are, you're at, De- what is it, DEFCON 1? The, the, the smaller numbers, the, the, the greater urgency. It, it's, you're getting to they, that point. And they, right now, what are they, 9 and 5 overall? And they're 0 and 1 right? in the league. And, you know, we were going through like their quad one wins and all that crap. They're in trouble. I mean, they're in trouble as far as making the tournament. They're going to have to make a run. And that run's going to have to start Wednesday. And it's going to have to pretty, I mean, they're going to have to win more than they lose the rest of the way. They are in scoring defense in the, in the season, scoring defense. They're worse than UCA. That's not good. That that's bad. UCA is two ninety one. They're three hundredth. Do I need to repeat that for effect? Did everybody get that? Two ninety one in scoring defense. UCA. Arkansas three hundredth. That's as of today. That's a. Uh, there you go. Here, here's there the, you go. Like we've, we're getting a bunch of texts right now. They're soft. Well, okay. Tell me what that means. What is that? What, I mean, what do you want them to do? Get in a fist fight? You know, to prove that they're not. So, no, how, but that's not. What, that, is, what, what does that mean? I don't know. There's just like not like. There's no, they don't play with an edge. Right. They don't, there isn't. Um. There isn't a lot of um scrappiness. There isn't a lot of. It doesn't look to it me. It doesn't like, seem like anybody's willing to dive on the floor for a loose ball. Okay. All right. So, so that and okay. If that's the definition, I just want to know what the parameters are on soft. Let me tell you something. Being tough isn't shoving a guy with two arms when he's not looking. That's that's correct. not tough. That's being a wuss. That's what that is. That's not being tough. And that's what they got right now. <laughs> totally undercuts my great point when I hiccup. It really does. I'm leaning into it. I don't care anymore. Uh, I just, I, wait, they're soft. They, they're not, okay, tell me what that means. That that's Well, it, it means it, nobody tackled Broom on the ninth okay, layup right. on Saturday. You send Somebody look, tackle him. I, coaches have done this before. I mean, look, you send a guy in there. I, a guy that forearm in his back. That's right. Take your biggest guy and you and you get physical with right. him. If that's what you bring Davenport in, you t- tackle somebody, he gets thrown out. Message sent. There you go. They don't do that. And it's not about well, they should switch up zone. None of that no, stuff matters. It, no, this team isn't that good. They're just not talented. They're a five hundred. They're a mid SEC team. They're eighth, ninth, tenth best in the league. That's what they are. I just. <laughs> I mean, I'm hearing a lot of well, they're soft. They're this uh, okay, but I how do you, how do you flip that? It, it's to me, it's about execution, and on the defensive end, it's about effort. Re, look, rebounding well, is rebounding is very simple. Rebounding is about position, and it's about effort. That's all that it, that's all you have to do to be a good rebounder. Dennis Rodman might not have been the most talented player on any of those Bulls teams, but you know what he had? He he. I mean, he was a boundless energy on the defensive end and on the offensive end. I've seen Arkansas teams that were less talented than this. This, but they would kill you on the boards. Like right. they will get the rebounds, um, and that's another thing uh, to look at. There is that their their rebounding stats are. I'm just probably I haven't looked those up today, but they're probably not that great. The you know. the offense is the offense to me is is problematic. I think if you're if you're better on defense, your defense can lead to offense. But the offense when when they when they get stalled, and it's you know it's 15 seconds and Menafield's out there dribbling, or somebody's just out there in the perimeter dribbling. You're like, oh god, here we go, and it's just going to be it's going to be a shot that's rushed. It's going to be a shot with a, with a hand in your face. It's like they get stymied and don't know what to do. They're 141st in rebounding. Yeah, that's not that you can't do it. I mean, you're not going to win games playing that poorly, being that inefficient on offense and not being able to rebound the ball. Nolan's big thing was Nolan's offensive system, while complicated, was not as complicated as some others. Nolan's thing was we're going to get X number of steals, which are going to lead to X number of points. We're going to supplement maybe a lack of rebounding. By playing defense. Defense leads to offense. Easy baskets. That's the other thing. They don't get any easy baskets. You know, they'll get a couple no, of... No, to do that, you have to get turnovers to uh, create, uh, you know, easy opportunities right. in transition. Well, they only got six points off of turnovers. Yeah, and, and, but, and Auburn only had seven turnovers. But, uh, does it seem to you, like it seems to me, that everything's a layup, everything's an alley-oop, oh, we hear all the highlights, all that kind of stuff. They got six points in transition. You know what I think? Uh, this team is really good when it's going well. Sure, but when it's not going well, there's just there there there's something's missing. Something is missing with this group. They just don't have that. Okay, we're up against it. How do we fix this? Instead, when they're up against it, they just kind of throw their arms up and like, all right. 
But well, there's get, another one. They get I'm, I'm stymied, you know, bogged down on offense, and then they get frustrated. And you can see it because you can see the. I mean, you can almost see the gears turning. They get to a point in the shot clock where it's like, I don't know what to do with the ball. I'm just going to throw it up. And it's just it's a series of perimeter passes, and then you know launch launch a, you know a low percentage shot, like I said, with somebody in your face, or you know one with very little time on the clock. Nolan's teams used to get. I mean, they used to get so many points in transition. It was just off yeah. their defense. It was off a off a rebound, a quick outlet, boom, you're up the floor. A steal, a block, something like that, and boom, they're up the floor, and they're into their offensive set five seconds into the shot clock, six seconds the, into the shot clock. Throughout the entire year, the two things I don't like. I, I don't like that. Now, this doesn't apply to Saturday because they only had 11 fouls in the game, but I thought this team fouls way too much, and uh, and I haven't liked the rebounding. Um, the um, or, or I'm sorry, that, not not the rebound. I haven't liked the uh, the turnover numbers. It's been too many times where okay, yeah, the team you beat had like 13, but you had like 19, and I I just don't well, I, I haven't liked that but all that goes, throughout this. That the, goes back to the 165 pass number. I mean, 200 means the ball's being moved around, and when yeah. you're 40 something or 35 passes short, you're not moving the ball. You're getting stymied. You're getting bogged down. You're getting just shut down on offense to a point right. where you're playing hero ball and somebody's just going to launch up a shot. Yeah. All right, uh, Gaimon is on the phone in uh, Springdale on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Your drive home powered by Mr. Sparky. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I was just going to make a comment about the uh, offensive efficiency and the numbers that I didn't realize until after the debacle on Saturday. Everybody's been touting the, the team as being offensively talented, and it's just our defense and rebounding and such, but even the field goal percentage numbers aren't even high like uh, everybody's been touting. I think it was like 91st or 92nd in the nation, which is mediocre at best. And then the thing, the other thing that's killing us is uh, we've had, we have way more turnovers than assists. And so I don't think we're, I don't think the line that we're this offensively talented team is necessarily true. I actually think we're not very good offensively either. So Anyway, that was just my observation. I'll let you guys go now. Thanks. Yeah, they 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 also. I mean, another thing is they don't have any pros on this team. Like they don't have Ricky Council or Jordan Walsh or uh, or Anthony Black or the other guy that's a pro that was on that team last year. Um, they they don't have any of those people. I mean, like uh, Trevor Brazil's not a pro. Tremont Mark's not a pro. Like these aren't pros. Like these are good overseas players. They're not NBA players. And the last few um, Muscleman teams. Even the one he inherited from Anderson had NBA players there, on. There are, I mean, I think Menefield could be. Um, he's got to get a lot stronger um, and and sort of refine his game. He could be, uh, but I mean, as we sit here today, no, probably not. Uh, Mark, like I said, man, when he took that tumble, man, everything just sort of in his world just stopped. You know, yeah. he hasn't been the same player since. He's been he's been good, but he was on that trajectory like JD Note was. Where he just all of a sudden you were like, oh my gosh, this is the leader of the team, and he just hasn't been that player. And look, Muss is pushing every button they can to to try and jumpstart this thing, and right now it's just not working. You know, another thing we should have uh, paid more attention to is when they started calling him mid-range Mark and like celebrating the fact that he thrives at um, making this shot that is dead in basketball nowadays. The mid-ranger. If he moves back a foot, it's worth another point. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason that that shot doesn't work. It, it isn't isn't celebrated anymore because people decided, you know, if I, you know, six inches further back, I get three points instead of two, score more points per game. I don't know. It's just something. At the time, it's like, oh yeah, mid range mark, cool, great. And yeah. now you're like, well, well I mean, why would we celebrating that? So, I, see, I, mean, I still think there's value in being able to knock down a mid range jumper because you can bail your offense out if they get bogged down. They just they can't. Packers, right? I mean, they were supposed to be a three point shooting team. This is where I mean, keep it simple. Start it on the defensive end. If you lock them down defensively, frustrate them. You can lead, it leads to easy baskets, and that's what they need because you know you know as well as I do. If they get on a run, things are good, man. They're they're running, they're jumping, they're doing everything you want them to do, hitting shots. It's their their half court offense right now is a problem. They just can't seem to engage it consistently. Well, yeah. all right, Ruskin and Zach here. Your drive home powered by Mister Sparky eight six six two eight five four zero zero. Here's a great question: Do you think Musk doesn't let guys struggling work through it? What's happened to L. Ellis? I mean, he was really important. 
at the beginning of the season when they played Purdue, call it an exhibition, an expedition, whatever you want. I mean, that was a guy that was on a trajectory to to be a contributor. Man, is he still there? Hey, he played uh, seven minutes. How'd it go? He went 0 for 2, had a rebound, and a turnover. Minus 13. Yeah. I mean, they were all in the minus. Well, yeah. <laughs> Was there anybody in the plus? Uh, Jalen Graham, plus one. There's another guy. No. Uh, that one, I that one's going to be, um, I don't know. I don't know what to do with, uh, I don't know what to do with that one. Hmm. He's, I mean, physically, he looks the part, but it just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't connect all the time with him. Hmm. Same thing with Brazil. I mean, they're they're the same player. You should be able to, you know, have both of them down low and be, you know, and have two really solid rim protectors. And it just, you know, against Auburn, and again, this may be an Auburn thing. It might just be that Auburn's that good. But against Auburn, man, they just, they did what they wanted. What did you say, 24 baskets in the paint? Uh, Yeah, that's what I mean, Auburn that's, made, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to sound like Chuck here, but that's unacceptable. You can't do it. Oh, man. All right. Um, let's see here. I saw a funny text here. I, I'm going to have to get to the bottom of this. There was a guy who... um said that he saw a guy on the road. He pulled out his own squeegee at a red light. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, he had his own squeegee? Did you ever see a follow-up on that? No, I have not seen a follow-up on that one. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, we'll try and uh, get to the bottom of it. There was a new texture. First text to us was like, hey, and what a better... There, there's not a better first text you can send us here <laughs> right. at Ruskin and right, Zach right. than a guy is squeegeeing his own windshield because the wipers don't work. He's like leaning out of the window. That's solid. That's a, You know what? That's going the extra mile. Who has a squeegee in their car? Like guy, your own. Guy that doesn't have windshield wipers. Do you? No. Oh, okay. I have windshield wipers. Do you think he stole it from a gas station or he actually bought at the auto parts store I think a squeegee? It. I do think he stole it. That oh, would, I think that, that would, thing's hot. Absolutely. Uh, that, yeah, we got a hot squeegee out there. Yeah, we got a hot squeegee. Everybody watch out. Hot squeegee. Hey, are your hot hot squeegee. Gone? What'd I tell you? Do I know me or do I know me? Yeah, they're gone. Here it comes. See? Look at that. I told you. Work through it. I'll be fine. <sighs> all right. Whatever you say. What's going to be fun is having to edit out all those hiccups out of the podcast. Oh, thing. here he is. He's back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was at a stoplight, and a guy just rolled down his window at a red light and reached out to squeegee his windshield. <laughs> his windshield, <laughs> windshield wiper. Thanks, Joe. Joe from Joe Fortsman. Hey, Joe. Thanks, Joe. That's my kind of team. And, of course, Charlie. it happens in Greenwood. Right. Yeah, yeah. Where, where's Greenwood Jesus when you need him? Right. Greenwood Jesus. I mean, Greenwood is a sneaky, like, if there was a Florida man city, like, they're sneaky, like, in there in the well, discussion. Well, they're definitely in the hunt. Like, if there was a Florida man, yeah, you know, just, you know the Florida man stories. It's you know. where weird things happen and nobody there bats an eye. Yeah, they're, like, they're that's, right. yeah, it's Greenwood. Greenwood going to Greenwood. Yeah, that's right. No. See, you think Eureka Springs or Fayetteville. No, 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 no. Uh, DQ Pat because they win all the football titles, they right. they, they skate they, by on a they, lot of they this stuff. They sweep it under the rug. That's DQ right, yeah. Patrick in uh, Colorado Springs taking a uh, pause from defending the country. He says he's a 10, but he squeegees his windshield. <laughs> While he's driving. While he's driving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe get some window windshield wipers. Right. Uh, Cody fluid. in Mountain Home claims he had squeegee on his bingo card. Cody, you bought a, a bootleg counterfeit uh, bingo card. We did, we've never put squeegee on a card. Yeah, that's illegal, sir. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's not. Uh, yeah, that's illegal. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.